to Parked Car Convos. I am Annie Mitchell. I am your host. Um, uh, when will I start coming on the podcast and starting an episode without apologizing? Like, I do not know. Um, I actually, believe it or not, and I understand if you don't believe me, honestly, I have an episode that I recorded a few weeks ago with two of my best friends. And editing that episode has been absolutely wretched, horrible, time-consuming. It, it is a behemoth, you could say, um, because my dear friends love to name drop first and last names, talk about very specific... At one point, we were saying someone's address. What am I... What? Why were we doing that? I don't know. So... There was a lot of editing that need, needed to happen. And then the way that the audio recordings saved to my computer made it so much harder to do that. So not that that's a, a good enough reason. It's not. I just hate editing. And then I started to do it and it was miserable. And then this is the best part. When I went back to start editing it again after I'd gotten maybe halfway through, everything was gone. <laughs> Don't you love when that happens? Anyways, I'm making a different episode today. I will eventually edit that episode, I promise. But I just like could not be bothered with it. It was just giving me a headache. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm back. I Today's episode is going to be fun though. I You might remember if you listened to my episode from like six years ago at this point, um, my episode about um, reading funny conspiracy theories. I said, oh, I should do an episode about pop culture conspiracy theories. Well, today is the day. Today I'm reading some funny and kind of outlandish um, pop culture conspiracy theories because those ones seem a little bit more fun to me um, as opposed to ones about you know, national disasters and politicians that, you know, could be true because those are scary and terrifying. But Anyways, I just wanted to say, hey, what's up? I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I also, another thing I wanted to run by you, please let me know. I wanted, I, I had this idea for um, an episode. And then as I was doing the research for it, I was like, is this actually insane? Is, are people going to think this is weird? I want to do an episode where I read a fan fiction because those are so funny. Like some of them are so funny. I think a lot of them are like written specifically as jokes. So I would love to read one of those because they're so freaking funny. So let me know. Let me know if that's something you'd be into. And if you are, if you would be into that and you're interested, let me know um, what kind of fan fiction it should be. Like who it should be about. Because, you know, the world of Wattpad is a very deep, dark place. So give me give me a hint. Give me a clue as to what direction you want me to go in. As always, let me know if you have any ideas for episodes. Um, because that just makes my life 3,000 times easier. And it helps me put out episodes faster when I know, A, what I'm going to talk about. And B, that someone actually wants to hear it. That's always helpful for me. So let me know. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, how, Maddie, how would I let you know? Um, follow the podcast on Instagram. It's at parchedcarconvos.pod. Uh, you should definitely stay in touch over there. We do some fun polls. I ask some fun questions. You can message me. I will message back. It's a fun time and I love it. So definitely follow the podcast on Instagram. Definitely rate the podcast. Give it a review if you're feeling crazy and zany. Um, maybe send this episode to your friend and be like, this episode was so good. Have you ever listened to this podcast? Because you should. Honestly, you really should do that. Just... <laughs> I'm just, I'm not telling you how to be a good friend, but I think that's how you, I think that's a good 
I'm sorry. Can I, can I speak today? No, no, thank you. All right. Let's just jump right into these conspiracy theories. I found them on Buzzfeed. So, you know, it's the creme de- actually, no, wait, this is cosmopolitan. Sorry, Buzzfeed. You did not, you did not live up to the name. Um, I got these from Cosmo and these ones are like fun, quick little ones, but then there's one that I'm going to do a deep dive into that. Um, I think the one that I want to deep dive into is the one about Leah Michelle and whether or not she can read. <laughs> and I think that one kind of came into the light after this Cosmo article was written. Cause this article is from a few years ago. So, um, I had to kind of do separate research for that one, but that one is insane. So let's read these ones first and then, and then we'll do a Leah Michelle deep dive. Okay. All right. Number one, Beyonce faked her pregnancy. Okay. Speculation about Beyonce's 2011 pregnancy began the second she announced she was with child at the VMAs that year. There were rumors that the Carters were using a surrogate, but things really peaked when Beyonce appeared in an interview on Australian TV. You know the interview, the one that seemingly showed Beyonce's stomach folding as she was sitting down. Her reps later told ABC that a fake baby bump rumors were stupid, ridiculous, and false. In 2013, Beyonce addressed the media scrutiny in her documentary, Life is But a Dream, along with confirmation that she had a miscarriage prior to becoming pregnant with Blue Ivy. It's hard to go through public experiences when you're in the public eye because it's hard to have closure. Um, That I think is probably, I think that's false. I don't think she faked her pregnancy. And also there's nothing wrong with having a surrogate. So I don't know why that would be something you would like hide from people in the first place. If anything, if you're going to have a baby with a surrogate, you wouldn't announce that you're pregnant. You would just wait until the baby pops out, right? Isn't that what, like, all of the Kardashians have done? I'm kidding. Just Kim, right? She, like, had her baby via surrogate, but, like, didn't tell people she was pregnant. Did that happen? Or did she tell people she was pregnant? But I just don't think there's any reason to hide that. It's not like a... I don't I don't know why that would be such a big deal. Okay, the next one also has to do with Beyonce, funnily enough. Um, Solange is actually Beyonce's daughter. Okay. How old is Beyonce really? According to one wild conspiracy theory, she's in her early 40s. And on top of that, she's Solange's mother, not sister. This is based on several things that came with no solid proof whatsoever. Classic. One, a birth certificate from the Department of Health in Texas that supposedly shows Beyonce's birth year is 1974. Two, people hanging onto every word from a Gabriella Union interview Gabrielle sorry Gabrielle Union interview in which she claims she's been friends with Beyonce since they were teens but Gabrielle was born in 1972 okay and three a rando Columbia Records employee who claims to have seen Beyonce's driver's license don't ask how which apparently lists Beyonce's birth year as 1974 there's a related theory that mama Tina is actually Beyonce's sister but let's not even go there that's see like how do people How do you know this much information to draw these conclusions? That to me is weird. Like, how did you know about the birth certificate from the Department of Health in Texas? Where did you find that? Why do you have all of these things that you can kind of, I don't know. And also none of that proves that she's her sister's mother. None of it. None of it does. I personally do not believe that one. I love this one because they titled it Lord is Old. Awesome. I would... (laughs) that is wretched if someone maddie is old like eh, you couldn't have been a little bit more creative okay 
Shortly after the release of Royals in 2013, a group of Lord Age truthers emerged and claimed that the singer was older than her stated age of 17. <gasps> she was 17 when that song came out? I actually... Why do I agree with that? There's legitimately no way that she could have been 17 in 2013. She did not look that young. Does anyone agree with that? Okay. The conspiracy theory even inspired a South Park episode. In early 2014, the hairpin put an end to this nonsense and requested a copy of Lord's birth certificate from her native New Zealand. From her native New Zealand? That doesn't even make sense. Her native country, New Zealand, maybe. To show that Ella Maria, her name is way too long, was indeed... <laughs> was indeed born on November 7th, 1996 and not one day or year earlier. Um okay, so she's 2 years older than me, so she's 26. I actually I I think I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Like looking at a picture of her right now. I don't know, maybe it's just like her aesthetic is elderly? Is that wrong to say? I don't think so. She I don't know. She's one of those people, you know, those people that you see in public and you're like, I don't know if you are 12 years old or if you are 35. She's kind of one of those. Like I can kind of see it either way, but I don't know. Looking at some of these pictures, she just does not look 26 to me. I don't know, man. I fully thought she was a lot older than that before I read this. So now I'm kind of thrown for a loop because I think I was kind of biased. Um, Okay, this next one is genuinely so insane. Uh, Katy Perry is John Bonnet Ramsey. <laughs> awesome. Conspiracy theories about John Bonnet Ramsey's murder is a different article for another day. But have you heard about the one about Katy Perry? In 2016, a YouTube video from 2014 resurfaced thanks to bold claims from one Dave Johnson who believes John Bonnet's murderer murder was a hoax so Katy Perry the singer could emerge nobody died nobody got hurt he said in the video that sacrifice was in name only and was to get something and that something was to become a star his strongest proof is that John Bonet's parents are John and Patsy John and Patsy look eerily similar to Katy's parents Keith and Mary make of this what you will okay this one I can confidently say I do not believe for so, so, so many reasons. If you don't know the story of John Bonet Ramsey, I'm sorry. Go look it up yourself. I don't do not have time to get into that. It's a very, very, very famous true crime case. Um, John Bonet Ramsey was super, super young when she was murdered. A lot of people suspect that it was her brother, although there's no evidence to really prove who did it or what happened, which is so sad. But it's it's terrible so I and I hate when people make conspiracy theories about literally awful things happening like this I, I, I'm sorry a girl was murdered a girl a, a small child died this does not this is not grounds for you to make some groundbreaking discovery that Katy Perry is that person that is that is I, I don't like that one I don't like that one um okay this one is very popular. I'm sure you've heard of it. Khloe Kardashian is OJ Simpson's daughter. Okay. 
Chloe's paternity has been one of the great mysteries among the Kardashian fans for years. The Simpsons and Kardashians were friends who traveled together with their families long before Robert joined OJ's dream team when the latter was on trial. In 2009, Chloe asked Chris on an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians if she was adopted, noting that she had darker complexion than her siblings and her hair looked different. The family revisited the subject again on the show in 2012 when Chris tried to get her family to do a DNA test to prove that Chloe was in fact Robert's daughter. Chloe refused the test and slammed Chris on the episode. Seriously, my dad is Robert Kardashian. My other dad is Bruce Jenner. If you fucked other people during the same time and you do not know, go, then go on Maury. In July 2017, trolls spammed Chloe's social media accounts with messages of congratulations following the news that OJ had been granted parole. Chloe responded in one tweet, people are assholes, but I don't care. LOL. I focus on the good. I I don't know. I think I always thought it was weird that she wouldn't get a paternity test to confirm that she was Robert's daughter because that just seems like why wouldn't you do it if you fully knew that? And that's like the one thing that you can't deny a paternity test. You can't deny DNA evidence. You know what I mean? I always kind of thought that was a little, a little strange in my eyes, but that's just me. And I'm not in her position, obviously. And there's a lot of things that Khloe Kardashian does that I would never do. So (laughs) I guess, I guess that answers that. Okay. This one I think is funny given, um, given the Elvis Presley news. Now this one says Elvis Presley is still alive. Did you guys see the Elvis movie? Because I didn't and I I really want to because everyone has said such good things about it, but I still have not seen it. Okay. Despite the official conclusion that Elvis died of a heart attack in Graceland in 1977, legions of fans and believers have sworn they've seen the king walking about over the years. Leading the pack of Facebook groups, books, and movies is the Canadian-based Elvis Sighting Society, which calls police and coroner reports petty. One sighting, by the way, placed Elvis at at a Tim Hortons at 2 a.m. There's also a theory that Elvis faked his own death to live his life as one John Burroughs, or maybe he went by Jimmy Ellis. Take your pick. In 1990, fans swore they spotted Elvis in the background, in the background during an airport scene in Home Alone, but director Chris Columbus... <laughs> you're lying director chris columbus shot that rumor down real fast some also believe elvis has been in graceland this whole time could this guy tending to the yard be elvis or this guy with a beard standing with fans during the annual birthday tribute event in graceland in in january 2017 i don't know i want to look up how old would elvis be um because in my eyes how old let's see would elvis be today he would be 87 years old. So that's really fucking old. Um, like even if he faked his death back in 1977, there's a very big possibility that he would have died in between then. You know what I mean? So the fact that people think that he is still alive now, currently, presently, that's, that's a bit much. I also like, I, I always wonder where these theories start when people die and people don't believe them for a lot of reasons. One, because I think it's so fucked. Again, I think conspiracy theories can be so fun and goofy when they're like, can Leah Michelle read? Like that's objectively hysterical. And I don't think she can read. And that's funny to me. Like it's, it's funny to me that this whole elaborate scheme exists, right? Or might exist. Allegedly. It's all alleged. But 
why do you have to like bring death into it? I don't know. I always feel like that's so sad because imagine your Elvis's family. I mean, that would be, that'd be crazy for a lot of reasons, but if you're Elvis's family and then everyone's like, yeah, no, he's not really dead. It's like, wouldn't you be like, shut the fuck up? Yes, he is. You're so mean. That's what I would say personally, if I were related to Elvis, I just think that that, that takes it to like a, I don't know, an insensitive level. Not that people are known to be sensitive when talking about people, especially in the conspiracy theory world. But okay, this one says Marilyn Monroe was murdered. While the LA County Coroner's Office officially ruled Marilyn Monroe's death in 1962 a probable suicide based on her history with drugs and personal struggles, several conspiracy theories about why she died have emerged in the years since. Most point to murder by everyone from the CIA to cover up an alleged affair with JFK and reported knowledge Monroe had about the UFO to RFK who allegedly ordered for her us ass- ass- uh, ass- what that's not a word to protect any leak or their reported affair to the mob classic I don't know again these are some other ones speculation about death just is not as fun to like get behind and to be like oh I want to look into whether or not she's dead or how she died that's just I think that takes it to a different level. Does anyone agree with me? I don't know. Um, okay, this one says that J.K. Rowling isn't real. Awesome. J.K. Rowling's origin story is well known. She was a financially struggling single mother who came up with the idea for Harry Potter on a train, then wrote the first book in cafes. She's now one of the richest authors in the world. According to this theory, none of that is true. Harry Potter was actually masterminded by a team of advertisers and writers who lab created a franchise that... <laughs> you can't do that who lab created a franchise that would appeal to the entire world and the woman who you think is jk rowling is just an actress hired to play the part of the author at events why that actress has gone on to write books that aren't part of harry potter franchise is a mystery to be solved another day this one is fucking insane and where did you get like what where did you get any of that like you're basing this on nothing my whole thing is conspiracy theories are fun when there's a lot of evidence, i.e. the flat earth theory. <laughs> I'm kidding, but, but I'm okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding, but I don't know. The evidence is damning. So it's, but that one's fun to look into because all these people have this like crazy alleged evidence. Like this one is not, you're basing this on truly nothing. And people always say this it's like the clone theory that someone is cloned right that's a big one um that someone is actually alive who's supposed to be dead or number three which is that the person that you think is the person is actually just an actor all of these things are just way too I think overdone in the conspiracy theory world I think it's kind of lazy if you're gonna come up with a conspiracy theory and it's just that like oh she's actually an actress she's not really blah 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 that's so boring. Come up with a better one. Be a little bit more original. Like you can come up with anything in the entire world and that's what you think of. Lame. Okay. This one, I believe <laughs> Walt Disney's body is cryogenically frozen. Cryogenically? Cry- cry- cryogenically? I don't know. We'll see. Despite what messages you think all the Disney on ice shows and the frozen franchise suggests, Walt Disney's body was never cry- 
cryogenically frozen, so he would have been reanimated in the future. It's the waltzical, waltzical, you're, you're lying. It's the waltzical myth that just won't die. And it's thanks to Bob Nelson, the president of the Cryonic Society of California, who revealed to the LA Times in 1972 that Walt Disney Studios had inquired about a freezing process just before Disney died in 1966. In 2012, in a move to shut down all Disney-related rumors, his daughter, Diane Disney Miller, opened the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco, noting that young kids would ask her own kids, my mother, my mother, uh, are you well? My mother said your grandfather was anti-Semitic. What? What does that have to do with anything? Your grandfather is frozen, isn't he? What? Those are two very different, wait, those are two very different things. Was Walt Disney anti-Semitic? I had no idea about this. Is that a conspiracy theory or is that just fact? I don't know. Wait, why, why is that even included in this? I'm so confused. Also, that does not dispel the rumor that he's frozen. I still think he is. Disney on ice. Are you kidding? Why have I never put that together? Walt Disney on ice. Wow. That's crazy. I do think he's frozen. That bitch is crazy. Walt Disney is like a crazy man. I do not trust that man at all. We, as we know from all my my very long-winded Disney rants in the past, I just don't, I don't know. Walt Disney is kind of a sketchball and now he might be frozen and anti-Semitic. That's, that's a lot to unpack right now. Okay, Nicolas Cage is a vampire, naturally. In 2011, an antiques dealer named Jack Mord listed a photograph for sale on eBay. The photograph was taken around 1870, but according to Mord, the man had... The man in this photograph was Nicolas Cage. Personally, I believe it's him. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, personally, I believe it's him. So, and that he is some sort of walking undead slash vampire who quickens slash reinvents himself every 75 years or so. Mord wrote in the listing. Obviously, this theory caught on like wildfire because it's hilarious and involves Nicolas Cage. But according to Nicolas, it's not even a little bit true. You can't take picture of vampires. Not true. That is not true. He told David Letterman in 2012, I don't drink blood. And the last time I looked in a mirror, I had a reflection. Likely story. I do believe that Nicolas Cage could be a vampire. There, I said it. But I also go back to thinking, if you are a vampire, why would you become famous? That seems a bit stupid in my eyes. Because you know how vampires, they live forever, obviously. So if you were going to be a vampire, if you were a vampire, put yourself in a vampire's shoes you wouldn't want to be in the public eye because then when you never die, people would be a little concerned. So then what you would have to do is you'd have to fake your death, right? And that's all well and good, but this could be a very, this could very well be an Elvis situation. If you are famous and a vampire and you fake your own death, which you would also kind of have to do pretty young because you don't age. So people would notice over time if you look the exact same as you did. I mean, maybe not because it's like Hollywood. So everyone kind of looks the exact same for like way too long. And then you would have to fake your own death. But then where would you go? Because if you're that famous, people would recognize you still. So you would have to like give yourself a full-fledged makeover. I don't know. It kind of makes you wonder. I was just saying this yesterday. I was a big Vampire Diaries girl, big Twilight girl. Like I just love the idea of vampires. Um, I don't know why. Just because just because I was around in like 2012, I feel like <laughs> that's like the only reason. But I watched Vampire Diaries when I was in college 
And I, at this time, I would watch it, like, I would watch it right before I went to bed every night because I was obsessed with the show and it's such a long show. So I would watch it before I went to bed and then I would get up at the actual crack of dawn because I had to drive to the house that I babysat at. And I would get up and I would have to walk to my car and it would be legitimately pitch black outside. And I would be walking through the pitch black to get to my car And I was always so terrified that a vampire was going to come out of nowhere and eat me. Anyways, moving on. Justin Bieber is a lizard person. (laughs) Justin Bieber is a lizard person. Okay. Okay. In early 2017, an Australian site posted, then deleted, a report that bystanders claimed to have seen Justin transform into a lizard in public in broad daylight. The deletion would suggest to most people that the story was bullshit, but the speculation didn't stop. Another site claimed that Justin was a member of the dominant reptilian Illuminati bloodline, same, which then resurfaced a video from 2014 showing Justin blinking like a lizard that time he got arrested. The real question here is what other kinds of Illuminati bloodlines are there? Vulpine, amphibian, lupine, the world needs to know this one okay so is justin bieber a lizard person i you know what i do not think so i do not think so Uh, okay because you'd have to be really stupid to transform into a lizard in public unless it's involuntary unless it's like werewolf on full moon but in broad daylight i don't know could justin be i you know i don't think so i don't think this exists i didn't i also had never heard of a dominant reptilian illuminati bloodline But that does beg the question and leads us to our next one, which is every celebrity is in the Illuminati. The Illuminati was a real secret society founded in the 18th century Bavaria that opposed tyranny and supported separation of church and state. But it died off in the late 1700s when the guy in charge of Bavaria outlawed secret societies. Oh, yeah, because that's how that would work. We're outlawing secret societies and now you have to stop existing. Um, It's secret for a reason. I think it would still be around. Conspiracy theorists think the group just reformed and expanded and has been manipulating world events for centuries. Also, every single celebrity you've ever heard of, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Jay-Z, Madonna, etc., is in the group. And they indoctrinate regular people through symbols hidden in lyrics and music videos. Yeah, the Illuminati is like a whole, that's a whole thing, isn't it? It really is. And I kind of don't want to talk about it because it kind of scares me. But... Do you believe in the Illuminati? Do you believe that people are in the Illuminati? Did you did you guys hear that theory about um, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson when they were dating? That Pete Davidson was really just trying to get deeper into the Illuminati so he could figure out what happened to his dad on 9-11? That is a crazy story. So he had to like date the the most A-list celebrity he possibly could to like get as deep in the Illuminati as he could. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Pete's on to something. Uh, this one I just had to bring up again because it's so iconic. The Avril Lavigne was replaced by a lookalike. It's again, it's the like, she has a clone. She was replaced by an actress. What is this theory? And did you guys agree with it? I need to know if you agree that maybe Avril Lavigne was replaced by a lookalike. We don't know. Okay, this one is a little crazy because the Titanic is kind of... A huge, a huge, huge, huge world event turned pop culture with the hit film Titanic. Not sure if you've heard of it. Have you heard of that movie? It's kind of a little indie film, so I'm not sure if you've heard of it. But 
Uh, this was that the Titanic didn't sink. Okay. That's wild. That's a rogue statement. That's a rogue statement. And I think you probably just want attention, but let's get into it. This theory popularized by Robin Gardner's 1998 book, Titanic, the ship that never sank, question mark, um, po- posits, posits it was the Titanic sister ship, the Olympic that fell to the bottom of the Atlantic on April 15th, 1912, not the Titanic as part of an insurance scam. Oh yes, 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 yes. When you murder a ton of people on a gigantic ship, um, as an insurance scam, I do that all the time. Okay, go with it. Trouble began when the Olympic, which was virtually identical to the Titanic, crashed into the Royal Navy warship HMS Hawk in 1911, and White Star Line, owner of the twin ships, was found to be at fault for the collision. You don't need J.P. Morgan's credentials to know what that means. Money loss. The theory goes that to make up for the financial hit, White Star Line, owned by Morgan, patched up its damaged goods, sent the vessel out disguised as the Titanic and orchestrated its sinking for an insurance payout that would make that would would more than make up for its previous money drain, especially since the real Titanic, the shiny new ship will be up and running in the aftermath. But then who the fuck's going to want to get on the Titanic? It just crashed and, and people died. You can sort out all the fishy details at your leisure, but consider this in the meantime. Morgan was supposed to board the Titanic for its maiden voyage, but conveniently canceled those plans. Wow. Okay. That is, that's kind of loaded, but this guy, I will say this one seems a lot more well thought out than the other ones because he wrote a whole fucking book about it. So I am naturally more inclined to believe people that write entire books about their conspiracy theories. That's just me. Maybe I'm a sucker. I don't know. I'm kind of a side note. Did you guys study the Titanic like way too in depth in high school or middle school or elementary school? Because I feel like I know way too much information about it. And for what? Like why, why was that part of my core curriculum? Also whales. I learn, I know way too much about whales and I don't know why. I don't know why that was such like a heavy part of Massachusetts curriculum, but I guess it was. Um, anyways, let's move on to the next one. Let's see what we have here. We have, um, princess Diana was murdered. Now this, I wholeheartedly fully agree with. Okay. According to this theory, Prince Philip ordered British Secret Service MI6 to murder Princess Diana and her lover, Dodie Fayed, and stage it like to make it look like a crash. The alleged motive, Diana was pregnant with Fayed's child and planning to announce their engagement, a union that would not sit well with the British royal family because Fayed was was an Egyptian Muslim, not a Christian. This theory is especially disturbing because it has been it has been in part supported by Fayed's father, Mohammed Al-Fayed. After a British inquest in 2008, a jury ruled Diana and Dodie's death was an unlawful killing by driver Henry Paul, who was under the influence and also died in the wreck, and the aggressive paparazzi. I fully believe this. Diana, Diana was murdered. And this is one that I, like, that is not outlandish to me in the slightest. Um, okay. I, that's just, that's just like, this is just a fact to me at this point. And this is why I don't like the Royal family anyways. Um, okay. (laughs) This one made me laugh. Louis Tomlinson's baby is fake. If you thought one direction conspiracy theories died when the band went on hiatus. Oh, this, this, that's how you know this article is old babes i have some bad news for you okay then you don't understand anything about one direction conspiracy theories back in january of 2016 louis had a baby with a woman named brianna jungworth youngworth 
news that he was that she was expecting had come as a bit of a shock to fans in 2015. Tinfoil hats got to work as soon as reports of the pregnancy came out and started speculating that Brianna's relationship with Louis was fake and that the baby in quotes was created by 1D management to quell Larry Stylinson rumors <laughs> once and for all. If you don't know what Larry Stylinson is, it is um, this huge, huge rumor that 1D fans ran with that Louis Tomlinson and Harry Styles were in a relationship. Um, after Freddie's birth, baby truthers suggested that the baby was either a doll or an infant belonging to a publicist for 1D's label, that paparazzi photos of Louis and Brianna carrying the baby's car seat were staged, and that most Instagrams of Freddie had been photoshopped in some way. Both Louis and Brianna have publicly expressed their disdain for this investigation. That is like so terrible. You have a kid and everyone's like, that's, that's a doll. It's fake. That's, I don't know. That's awful. Um, and I don't believe that one. That one. That one just doesn't sit well with me. But this one, that Beyonce kidnapped Sia. Wow. This one could be damning. I'm not going to lie. I'm kidding. Um, the hashtag Save Sia built steam um, among Brazilian fans in 2016 after they became convinced Beyonce was holding Sia captive for songwriting purposes. That's fucking rogue. That sentence is fucking rogue. According to BuzzFeed, one person's hilariously... One person hilariously interpreted Sia's uh, tweet, hope everyone likes pancakes, as a cry for help, H-E-L-P. The outlet offered one possible explanation for the conspiracy in a Billboard article in which Sia described working with Beyonce as as like a writing camp. But that seems like a bit of a stretch. Like so many great conspiracy theories, this one may have come out of thin air. That's insane. Imagine one day you just start tweeting and you're like, I think Beyonce is holding Sia captive. That's crazy. Okay, this Lady Gaga one is giving Avril Lavigne. So let's let's dive into it. An aspiring pop singer named Lena Morgana died by suicide in 2008 at 19 years old. And shortly after, Lady Gaga, with whom Morgana had been collaborating with at Sony under producer Rob Fusari, began her fast rise to fame with a look, sound, and attitude that was strikingly similar to, to Morgana's. Uh, the theory goes that Gaga killed Morgana to steal her persona. More complicated versions involve Gaga's supposed ties to the Illuminati and a ritual killing. The outline has a fascinating explainer, but be warned, this is dark even for the internet. Okay, I'm not going to get into that because we don't have time for that, and I just don't want to do that to us right now, but that is crazy. And I've seen a lot this going back to the Illuminati thing. There's like so, so many, I wouldn't say proof because that's a lot, but there's so many things that, that point to people that quote unquote sell their soul to the devil for like fame or fortune or whatever it is. And the, that is genuinely the most terrifying thing I've ever heard of. And I don't even want to look further into that because that, like I said, terrifies me. Okay, this one, this one's crazy. So Kim Kardashian faked the Paris robbery. If we, if we all can take a second to go back to like 2016 when that happened, 2017. Um, after Kim Kardashian was bound, gagged, and robbed at gunpoint at a hotel in Paris, Twitter users instantly questioned whether or not she did it for publicity, insurance money, or to boost ratings for keeping up with the Kardashian, Kardashians. Those trolls were rightly dismissed by Kim, who rejected the inside job accusations on keeping up with the Kardashians. That is crazy. 
Um, this is one of the ones where it's like crazy if true, really terrible if not true. Do you know what I mean? Um, because that would be if if it's real, which I think I think it is. Um, and by that, I don't mean the conspiracy theory. I mean, I do think it happened. I The robbery happened. That is such a terrible thing to go through such a traumatic event and then have people be like, you're lying. <laughs> Classic. It's just like being a woman. LOL. Okay. Anyways, Kanye West is a clone. See, this is what I'm talking about. Lazy conspiracy theory. Kanye West was a subject of another clone conspiracy theory after he lashed out at Jay-Z and Beyonce on stage through his support behind Donald Trump and canceled his St. Pablo tour. What could explain his behavior? Perhaps his personal demons were getting the best of him. Or maybe, you know, he's a clone. Like, why do we just jump to that? Maybe these people are just, maybe Kanye West is just an objectively bad person. Maybe that's it. Point blank period. Okay. Um, Another Kardashian one. Okay. Kris Jenner sold Kim K's sex tape. I believe that. Okay. Kim Kardashian's sex tape with Ray J thrust her family into the spotlight in 2007. And despite Kim's professed humiliation over the leak in the first season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, some people don't think the tape was leaked at all. As the story goes, Kris Jenner orchestrated the sale of the video herself. In 2012, a source told Star Magazine the video already existed and Kris was there every step of the way as a middleman brought brought into the market into it to the adult entertainment company. Chris has called the rumors nonsense. Speaking to the Hollywood reporter, she said, you know, haters are going to hate. People are going to come up with the most ridiculous things. Um, no, I fully believe she did that. The devil works hard, but Chris Jenner does in fact work harder. I think that's true. Okay. Taylor Swift is a clone of a satanic priestess. Love that for her. Let's get into it. In 2016, the internet noticed that Taylor Swift looked a lot like Zena LeVay, the daughter of Church of Satan founder Anton LeVay. She served as a high priestess in the church in the late 80s, but has since renounced LeVayan Satism. But none of this is as interesting as this theory, which posits that Taylor is either one, a clone of Zena, a fucking course she is, perhaps created by the Illuminati, or two, a reincarnation of Xena, which doesn't make a ton of sense since Xena is not dead, but the resemblance is really uncanny. Or she just looks like Xena, which they didn't say that, but they really should have because that's obviously what it is. This one is nuts. Uh, this is the last one before we get into the Leah Michelle of it all. And it is that Taylor Swift does not have a belly button. Uh, what? For much of the 1989 promo cycle, Taylor Swift wore crop tops and skirt combos that showed off her midsection, but very pointedly left her belly button uncovered. Yeah, belly button covered. Sorry. Yeah. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because that was a trend. It was to do high-waisted, super high-waisted with crop tops. So, duh. The constantly hidden belly button became noticeable when she then addressed it in an interview with Lucky where she said, I don't like showing my belly button. When you start showing your belly button, then you're really committing to the midriff thing I only partially commit to the midriff thing and you're only seeing lower rib cage fans found a handful of past photos where the belly button was visible but others stared and wondered started to wonder did she really even have a belly button I think she did okay by the time 2015 rolled around though Taylor gave up and started revealing the belly button first in a bikini Instagram with Haim and then a fan backstage. If that's not her actual belly button, she's really putting in a lot of effort to keep the myth of a belly button alive. My whole thing is how do you fake having a belly button? Because hear me out, like that, 
you would need a really, really good special effects artist because how, how would that work? How would it, do you know what I'm saying? Because it's like an indentation in your stomach. Like, how can you fake that? You can't, I don't think. I mean, maybe from far away you could fake it. But I think if people are seeing her up close, like she was taking this picture with a fan, I think it would be pretty obvious. But that's that's just me. Okay, so the theory goes for this one that Leah Michelle, she was a very young child actor, right? From her from her childhood, she started acting really, really young. And so people think that because of that, she was like not in school as much. She just didn't learn how to read. That's why people suspect that she never actually learned that. But the evidence is so compelling and it's not true probably, but I think it might be at the same time. It's one of those because basically the story goes, she was so young, never learned how to read, kept acting. And when you're that young and you're a child actor, you can't read anyways. You know what I mean? Even if she was in school and like had learned how to read, um, you probably can't read all of your lines if you're that little. So people tell them to you, people tell you your lines and people think that that's just what she's been doing ever since then, even though she's like a fully grown woman now. And they think that Ryan Murphy, who is one of the, um, was he a producer or a writer or something on, um, Glee, he would just feed her her lines and did that for years. And it was kind of this like hush hush secret because obviously she didn't want people to know that she couldn't read. And then her next role after Glee, Ryan Murphy was conveniently also working on that project. So it was like, okay, that's a little, maybe, maybe he's just like continuing this and she always needs to have someone there that knows that she can't fucking read. And I think it makes sense in the sense that, you know, a lot of Glee is singing and she would know how to sing. Like she knows words. It's not saying that she's completely illiterate in that sense. Like she definitely knows words and can't speak, but she cannot physically read. There was a video of her where she did, I think it was like during COVID the people were doing, celebrities were doing those videos where they would like read a story to kids um, so they could like, you could like play it for kids that were in a classroom. And so she's allegedly reading this book, but people notice that her hair was in front of one of her ears blocking it. So people think that she was, um, had like an earpiece in, or she was just fed all the lines as they went and they just like cut it and spliced it all together. Because realistically, if you've been acting for that long and like your whole job is essentially memorizing lines, like that is what an actor does. They memorize lines. You would get really good at learning to memorize lines and you would have a really good memory. And I think, I don't know, it just kind of makes sense. And also something else that is important to think about when you really dive into this theory that she was like fed her lines for all the seasons of Glee, which is like such a long show. When you sit down and you watch an episode of a TV show and obviously she was like a main character, so she had a lot of lines, you might be like, how the fuck could she memorize all this? But we need to remember how TV shows are shot. You know, they shoot scene by scene. So did she really have that many lines? No, because every single day she's getting her lines fed to her for like a scene that they do over and over and over and over again. So once it's all together, it might look like, well, how the fuck could she have memorized all the lines for every single episode? But if you really break it down to scene by scene, it probably wouldn't be that hard, especially if you've been doing this as long as she has, 
to really like because she comes from Broadway right and in Broadway you have to memorize your your all of your lines because it's live you know what I mean so if you come from that background and that's all you know you would be so good at that and I really think that people are like like that think that she can read and that she didn't memorize all of her lines they're just lying to themselves a little bit um there's a few more pieces of evidence here that I can go over okay so another reason people have speculated this is um a lot of the time on Instagram her captions for like a really long time were just emojis (laughs) and so people were saying that it was because she didn't know how to type words um and they also there was a, a, um, a passage from, I think it was Naya Rivera's book where she said that Leah Michelle hated to improvise, which would make sense because if she's memorizing all of her lines like verbatim, she wouldn't really know how to go off script in that sense. You know what I mean? So that is, that just adds to the theory, in my opinion. There's also a clip of her from the Emmys in, I don't, I don't know what the year was, but she's, she's announcing an award winner with Ian Summerhalder and she is like and the Emmy goes to and she opens up the envelope and she just looks at Ian to start saying it and obviously when you pre- when you um present an Emmy because <laughs> I do it all the time you know they show on the screen and they talk about the people who are nominated and so he starts to say one of them and then she just kind of like follows in his footsteps and like says the lines after him of the name of the person that won the Emmy. I don't know. I, I don't know, but I'm weirdly compelled to believe this one. And I think my favorite part about this conspiracy theory is there's virtually no way for her to debunk it, which is hysterical because anytime that she, she has posted several videos, um, since this conspiracy theory originated in like 2017, she's posted like many videos of her reading, which is even more suspicious because clearly she, I don't know. I just think it must hit a sore spot. You know what I mean? Cause if it's something that's just like so outlandish and it's like, why the fuck would people think I can't read? You wouldn't really try and spend time trying to prove that you can. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's how I would think. I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. I can read. That doesn't even matter. That's so stupid. But the fact that she's posted like a few videos of her reading to try, it's clearly to try and prove that she can is so funny to me. But the thing is, is whenever she posts those videos, people are like, yeah, well, we just think it's the same thing that you did the entire throughout the entire show of Glee like it you were just memorizing lines you were told what these words were before you pressed play on the video you know what I mean you would have to be like really just in person in hand her book and be like okay read this to know for sure if she can read another thing that I've seen people say is when she signs autographs she like never writes any other words with it like you know how sometimes people will be like two blah 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 and then they'll sign their name she only ever writes her signature and it's always the exact same which I don't think it's weird that her signature looks the exact same every time because I think if you're famous and you're signing autographs like that on you know playbills or whatever he would just kind of you would you would be writing it the exact same way every single time I think but people think it's because she's just memorized how to write those letters and like in that order that that's the reason why um it always looks like that and she never writes anything else on it which is insane 
I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on that one because that is like such a rabbit hole that you can go down. Um, you should look it up on TikTok because there's so many videos that talk about the quote unquote evidence. But I hope you guys liked this episode and I will post another episode next week. I promise. I promise. Have no fear. Um, and yeah, follow the podcast on Instagram. I'm going to post some polls for this um this episode so we can see where we stand on some of these. So that'll be fun. Um, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.